You're listening to Anxiety's Very Own, where we talk all things mental health, pop culture, and most importantly, our love of Drake. <laughs> Hello and welcome to, I think this is our fourth episode of Anxiety's Very Own. I'm Keisha. And I'm Emma. And... Uh, yeah, let's just get started. I I feel like I'm always so awkward with that intro. I'm always like, yeah, yeah let's same. just get started. I don't actually <laughs> talk like that in my regular day-to-day life. I'm never like, hey, guys, let's get started. I just feel like I sound like that on here all the time. I know. I always love how the tone shifts so drastically from our little preamble off the mic. And then yeah. this thing comes on and we just really turn it on yeah yeah (laughs) okay so we have updates from our last episode which we talked about I was gonna go back to therapy for the first time in a long time because trying to find a therapist is hard Mm -hmm. a a therapist that you vibe with is hard and Emma was gonna try out acupuncture for stress yeah anxiety stress okay mm-hmm. so emma let's get the scoop on the acupuncture how did that go it was a life-changing experience I'll okay really here's <laughs> yeah. a mental health moment mental health moments mental health moments okay tell me all about it i went in so trepidatious and anxious about the whole experience i didn't know if it was gonna hurt i didn't really believe in it it felt a bit silly but i was open-minded to trying something new Um, It started off with like a whole conversation, basically, like kind of not my symptoms, but just like more generally, like how I feel, like how I sleep, all these things. And at the time I was sleeping terribly, like waking up in the middle of the night, just awful. Um, So we kind of chatted for about like 15 minutes. And then based on that, she knew where to put the needles. It was also cupping as well, which is... um, something new and I've always wanted to try that did your well. back look terrifying after I was yeah I, I want to see yeah it was cra- yeah <laughs> it was pretty intense um it's funny because the first thing she said was like when I use these cups the color that I am expecting to see is a really dark dark red um if you don't have any bruising that's usually what I see in my clients or my patients who you know have terminal illnesses or stuff like that so instantly I was like oh great something for me to panic about now is that this isn't a deep red when you take these cups off and this is when I discover like I'm dying right so I spent a lot of time once the cups were put on just panicking praying that they did turn a deep deep red so I think I was a bit too focused on that right um to begin with (laughs) But yeah, so I started on my front and she put in all the needles and it was interesting. I was different places on each side of my body. Um, And there were some that she put in that like, I really felt that. And then um, I had to lay there for like 10 minutes and she's like, meditate, sleep, whatever you like. Obviously I didn't do any of that. I just kind of laid there staring at the floor. Um, But around like minute three or four, I totally zoned out and it was almost like I could feel the connection between all the needles. Like there was like a a harmonious buzzing going on from like the tips of my toes up into my neck. It was so crazy. Wow. Yeah. So she basically said, based on all the things that I shared with her, it just sounded like there was an abundance of estrogen in my system, which I feel like is something that people often talk about is like too many hormones, which people will kind of pass off as like, 
silly nonsense or what have Mm -hmm. you, but it makes sense with like being emotional um, and just kind of like, you know, fluctuating moods and also like trouble sleeping and stuff like that. It all is connected. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't feel like some people said they can like feel it releasing from their body. I didn't really feel that, but it was just more like I felt just kind of like the connection between each point on me. I think I had maybe about like 10 in me at that point. Um, in conjunction with the cups as well, which was like an interesting feeling, but the cups don't hurt at all. It's just kind of like a minimal heat. Um, and then afterwards she came in and then flipped me over and did the same, but on different points on my front side, including like the tips of my ears, which I was so nervous about, but again, like didn't really feel that. Um, Wait, when you say front, are you like full on naked? Are they like putting needles in your boobs? And that sounds so (laughs) immature, but I'm just, I'm actually curious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no it's so funny because I had that fear too because I you are like give your underwear on but I'm so used to in a massage when you flip around like you're still going to be covered right um and then instantly I was like oh I hope there's not a pressure point in my chest that I'm about to have like exposed here and feel extremely vulnerable and awkward so actually the whole time I was laying on my stomach I was like oh my god what's it going to be like on the yeah. front <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm prepared for this. But no, covered like with a sheet and everything. It was totally fine. Um, And then the only one that did hurt was like one kind of on my wrist. And then I like flicked my hand in a weird way. And then I felt mm. it. And then I got like a bit weirded out by that. But um, yeah, afterwards, I've never felt more calm. It was almost like getting a massage. But sometimes when you see an RMT, it's so painful afterwards. Whereas this was just kind of like the zen zone that you hit with no actual lingering pain um and then she recommended a like a natural supplement called 5-HTP which sounds like super that sounds like something the anti-vaxxers like to like to push I was a bit apprehensive when she said it but it's basically just a natural serotonin booster oh cool um and I've been taking that every morning with like breakfast or lunch and I've actually noticed a huge difference I don't take anything else just that I actually because I'm so nervous about supplements and stuff I stopped taking my multivitamin oh my goodness why this one? Oh, just to take to, this to take one this. okay just because I'm a bit nervous of like what if something happens if I, I'm sure it's completely safe but I'm just like if I want to try this experiment I'm just going to try that um even though I told her that I take um a multivitamin but any case it's just for my own peace of mind because instantly I go to a dark place. But yeah, it's called 10 it HTP. Five, HTP. 5 HTP. I love supplements. Yeah. I've actually become more into supplements since um, COVID, obviously, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I feel like I with COVID, I had the time to start looking into supplements. I just never had the time. I always wanted to take them. But I'm always curious about stuff that people are taking. I can't stop talking about it. Even if it's just a placebo, it's working. Like, I don't feel my mood fluctuating as often as it does. I just feel like I'm, like, more naturally happy most of the time. Whereas before, it's like everything would make me cry and make me upset. You know, I was all over the place. But it's made such a difference. And the thing I really, really liked was at the end of the experience, I was like, so when do I book my next appointment? And she was like, it's all about you whenever you feel like it. Wow. Whenever you feel. (laughs) But there was something about that that didn't feel as kind of like I went to a chiropractor once and they wanted to set up a whole system with like two appointments a 
week for the next six months and it was going to cost me $1,500, which just felt like a scheme, yeah. which I'm sure it was. Whereas this one, she was like, come back when you feel like how you felt when you booked your initial appointment. And I liked kind of that whole approach to it. It just felt like she wasn't trying to scam me or anything. That's lovely. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Also, chiropractors, like I'm, I'm not hating on chiropractors, but I am. But shout out to our like, chiropractor listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know you're out there. We know you're out there. <laughs> A lot of chiropractors are really shady. Like, yeah, I, I brought up anti-vaxxers kind of as a joke, but I've just with the Internet now and again with so much talk about vaccines and whatnot, like I've kind of fell down the vortex. Like I watched this QAnon documentary on HBO. I watched oh, it my too. gosh. So I went and I was like Googling stuff and like finding all these like QAnon forums or just pages, Instagram pages. And I was looking and so many, obviously so many of them are like anti-COVID, anti-vax. Mm. And it's insane yeah. the way they twist facts. Like, oh it's God, alarming. Yes. And then you sometimes find yourself like, oh, well, maybe this is true, even though it's not. But it's still like, holy, mm-hmm. holy. Uh, yeah. But what was the point of me bringing that up? I was going to say something about it. About chiropractors. chiropractors. Oh, yeah. So many of these okay. doctors that they're like, see, this doctor says this, blah, 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 blah. The, you look at the doctor and they're chiropractors or they're like dentists, former dentists, or re- retired doctors, or doctors who've lost their license to practice medicine because of their crazy beliefs. Like, none of, for the most part, none of them are actual medical doctors. Like, no, and you, there's no such thing these. as like, yeah, chiropractors just get the title doctor, but they're not actually doctors. I don't know how they're appointed that designation. It doesn't make any sense. And it's funny because it's like Dr. Jenny Robertson, but they don't go by just Dr. Robertson. I wonder if that's a distinction as they use their first name. It could be because my yeah. medical doctor, my family doctor, like I know his name, but I'm never, it's never, even when he talks to me, he's not really like, hey, well, I guess he doesn't need to tell me his name because I know it and he knows I know it. But I'm never like, hey, can I see Dr. John? Like, it's always his last name. Yeah. No, there's something finicky about that whole thing. And yeah, it makes me feel icky. Or it's a naturopath, which I'm not bashing naturopaths Mm. because I think there's a place for naturopaths. And a lot of naturopaths are actually pro-vaccine. But um, still, a naturopath isn't an MD. Yeah. No. And of course, they're going to push a lot of them are going to push a more natural narrative, which I, I'm all for natural medicine. All for it. I like to explore. It's like not everything needs Eastern or Western medicine. But like if there is the option to try something else. out, I agree. Why not? Rather than going on like prescriptions and everything like that. I can always tell on Facebook when people are like, oh, this is what big pharma wants. This is exactly, you're feeding into what Big Pharma wants. And I was like, okay, Big Pharma's actually saved a lot of lives. I know, right? A lot of lives. so true. I know there's, like, bad things about it. There can be. But also, most of these companies don't want people to have adverse reactions because that will make people stop taking it. Like, I was reading about AstraZeneca, and they're talking about, like, all the the blood clots, which actually aren't that much, but the blood clotting. Mm And, like, it went down. The, the demand for AstraZeneca went down because no one wanted to take it based on those, uh, the blood clotting cases. Right. Where if you look on a thing of Advil or whatever, I'm sure it's, like, you can blood clot from Advil. And I'm 
I'm I'm constantly knocking back Advil for three <laughs> days out of the month. No, it's true. It is very true. Well, I'm glad to hear that acupuncture was such a great experience. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go back. Like, I'm ready to wait it out. I'm not in any rush at all, but it was such a positive experience and felt great. Actually, maybe I can send you the picture right now so we can get a live reaction just so you can see the cupping. Oh, of the cupping? Yeah. Um, Every time I see someone's back that's been cupped, I'm like, oh, my goodness. How long does it last? Uh, it lasted like about a week, but they give you a bunch of warnings too. Um, one of them was not to wear like backless stuff in public, which I was kind of wondering why they would tell you that. Is that just for because people might want to touch like, it or something? Yeah, or people might assume something. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't want to like read too much into it. I went that. to high school with this girl who loved to press bruises. And if she saw a bruise on you, she would just come up and press it. Oh my gosh, your back, Emma. She just sent me the photo of her back. That looks insane. But it's a deep red, so we know. You I'm... don't have any. Yeah, it's a deep red. Can confirm it's a deep red. Yeah. <laughs> You're not dying of anything, any disease. Yeah, no, we're all good. That one on the top left shoulder, that one was a really deep red. For... That one took the longest to go down. Ouch. Does it hurt when it when you touch them at all? Like No, nothing. not at all. No interesting well maybe yeah. i'll try you're making me want to try more it seems like so- that seems like you something should. nice to have in your little self-care toolkit that's exactly what it is it's like perfect self-care yeah and plus like yeah like i said sometimes getting a massage from self-care or for self-care is so painful and kind of unenjoyable like working on those zones whereas this was like purely just like relaxing hmm and you get a reverse massage. Like when those cups are on, they're moving them around as well. So you do get something out of that from a massage perspective as well. Well, I need both. I'm weird at massages too. I'm weird with people touching my back. Um... But maybe you would like this for that reason because you're left like the actual process, putting on the cups, doing all the needles the first time maybe took three minutes mm. and then you're left with for 10. And then coming around the second time, it's like, you know, less than a minute to take everything out. Yeah. And then put the new ones in and you're left alone so it's actually a lot of alone time hey i'm gonna try it i'm gonna try it at some point in 2021 i will i'm excited unless there's a lockdown which it doesn't seem like there's going to be here ever uh but if there is i'm gonna try it i'm gonna i can't wait oh that's awesome i'm glad i'm glad to hear that i'm hoping that your news is just as positive yeah i think so okay okay so yeah (laughs) I explained the last episode, my whole therapist situation. So this, this appointment was more just, it was like our consultation. So we just spoke for 30 minutes. It's not actually, it wasn't actually like a full on therapy session, which I think last episode, I kind of made it seem like it was, but it wasn't, it was just a meeting, Uh, which I kind of liked because I've gone in and paid for a therapist and Mm. been like, I don't like you. This sucks. This is a waste of time. So I'm happy that she does that. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, okay, we we spoke, we talked for 30 minutes. Okay, her voice, super calming. Not Ooh. like Alicia Keys calming, calming because I know we, she kind of <laughs> looks like Alicia Keys. Her voice is like, is really calming. It was a little higher pitch than I thought it would be, but like, so calm. 
Okay. Interesting. (laughs) It just wasn't what I was expecting, but I loved the soothing sound of her voice, which I think is so important. For me, that's important because I can't have someone who sounds like too abrasive, especially if I'm opening up to a stranger. Yeah. So the sound of her voice was perfect. And then she, she talks, she's like, what, what's going on with you? Like, what do you want to work on? And I was telling her like anxiety, blah, blah. And the thing I loved about her is she's like, I have been through this too. She's like talked about her struggles with anxiety and how Mm. her, how bad it's been and how she's like, I know what that's like. And she kept repeating, like, I know how that feels. And you seem like someone I would really enjoy like working with. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yes, yes. And she would say things like, I'd be like, I don't know, like, I'll feel like this, blah, blah, blah. And then she would finish my sentence because I wouldn't really know what to say because I was kind of nervous. And she'd be like, oh. oh, perhaps do you feel like this? And I was like, yes, yes. And she's like, are you a highly sensitive, are you a highly sensitive person? And I was like, no oh my gosh, like, you don't even know. <laughs> I'm such a highly sensitive person. Like, I was like, yes, <laughs> I was like yes I am and she was like yeah like I'm getting that vibe and she was just but she was she's like that's that's her thing she's like I'm I'm an HSP too which sounds super culty but um I was like yeah but we were just talking like it kind of just felt it was that feeling of talking to not a friend or a family member but just someone just like I think it could I think I could be really comfortable with her it was a really good first impression really good first that's impression the, that's the best actually when you just kind of said that like it didn't feel like a friend or a family member I feel like it should kind of feel like someone you've met like at a party and you hit it off right away and you're willing to like share everything and you might not see them again Emma that's exactly what it was like and you know what this is making <laughs> me think of because I've been thinking of this girl so much I met this girl named Chloe at a party here in Vancouver in East Van in t- the summer of 2019 her name's Chloe she's from Kansas City her birthday was november 9th my birthday is november 8th okay 1990 we're both okay we both bought over being scorpios we're both like she's black and but she's like from america which is like mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get into this whole thing i love black people obviously <laughs> like i'm black um but living in vancouver there aren't a lot of black people here and in canada like there are black people obviously and there are black people here but there aren't a lot of uh like black Americans like a lot of people are uh, they're just really in touch with their roots so they're like they're Jamaican or they're they're from Africa like you know and me being having an American family and then growing up in Canada like I feel like I haven't always quite fit in with my blackness like I haven't quite fit in like the Jamaicans don't really want to hang out with me because I'm, I'm not Jamaican and like the Africans don't really want to hang out with me because I'm not like, oh yeah, Africa. Even though I love Africa, like I haven't been, but I love <laughs> yes. it. So to connect with someone, because like when I go to the states, like no one's like, oh well, what are you? Like what are you? Mm. Like even black right. people here still ask me like, what are you? Because they want to know what wow. I am. And so to have someone who is just like. We just connected so much, but we were so drunk and we exchanged numbers and like we text when we left the party that night, but I've never texted her back for some reason because I got shy and I've been thinking about her so much. I'm like, that's the friend I needed. We're both Scorpios. We're the same age. Like we both, I don't know. Yeah. So like, I still have her number on my phone, but I don't want to be like, 
high. It's almost three years later. <laughs> but that's exactly. But we connected like that whole party. Like I don't remember. We were there for like four hours. I only talked to her. Like we just talked for so long. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what the therapist felt like. It's like she wasn't a that's friend or anything. But we just like I feel like we connected. That's what you want. Yeah. So kind of went totally. off on a whole tangent about my blackness and belonging sorry everyone well, chloe if you're out there listening please reach out <laughs> yeah i think it was chloe She's anxious to be the first person. i know and i tried to find her on instagram because at that time i was like weird about instagram and i was like i don't want to f- have people like random people following like i don't know why i just got weird and now i'm like girl i should have i should have found you but now i'm like i wonder if she went back to kansas city with covid and all that um Oh. Even though COVID's better here, but I I know a lot of people had to go back home depending on right their visas and whatnot. But I should text her. Aww. You know what? Maybe I will text her one day. I think you should, and I think today should be that day. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I'm not like because of COVID and numbers are going up, up and up uh, here. I, I'm not quite ready to like go and hang out with people yet or plan oh, anything. Fair enough. So. But I guess I could even say like, hey, when COVID's over or when numbers go down or when we're vaccinated or something like that and you're still here, let's hang out. Yeah, I feel like you don't even have to get into that. I feel like there's kind of a general expectation. You're not going to really see anyone right now, but just even reaching out to like make that point of contact again. That's true. And she's still she might suck, too. I it's That's also the thing. Sometimes like you'd be like, oh, that person or. Sometimes, like, people, like, in the past when I've, like, had a crush on them and I've been, like, oh, man, I bet he's amazing. And then you meet them years after or, like, you see them and you're, like, ew, what was I thinking? That can happen with friends, too. So true. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a matter of time and place. And, like, that was the night to meet and everything. And we'll leave it at that, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Wow. So it sounds like it was a successful self-care week for us i'd agree for sure i'm i'm i've never heard of a therapist doing that but i think it's really nice that she does do that well at first i was kind of like okay is this weird but i i like the openness but i've also never had a young therapist like i can i can yeah i can i don't know how old this person is but i would say probably maybe 10 years older than me at most at most okay i can't she can't be over 40 so I think like that's kind of, or maybe she is, who knows, but um, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. It's like having a, a millennial therapist type or close to being a millennial. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I'm sure some therapists too are used to people getting like anxious when they commit to a therapist and not knowing how to get out of that situation too. So it kind of gives you the opportunity to make that decision rather than feeling like you're locked in. Yeah. Yeah. That's true um but yeah I, love I don't actually start with her fully till June because she's booked up for pretty much up until the end of May and then her schedule oh opens up again so I was like okay I'm just gonna book like seven appointments with you right now just we can cancel them if need be but she's busy oh amazing so, that's a good sign a really good sign yeah Ooh, I'm very excited for you it feels good 2021 like feels dark and it feels like there's no hope but also sometimes I'm like I feel like there's a lot to come from this year a lot of good things to come from this year absolutely starting with white boy summer <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> you'll have to take this one because you are the subject matter no. expert i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> i i don't i don't want to devote uh time to white boy summer but just know that i'm here for the movement i'm here for the movement and uh i support white boy summer we're just gonna leave it at that okay drake time okay wait you watched <laughs> that q and documentary though yeah. Oh course. my gosh. Okay. If you haven't watched it, Q Into the Storm, HBO, Crave, if you're in Canada and don't have HBO. Wow. That, sh- that rocked my world. QAnon is weird. I knew it was weird, but that's weird. I didn't, I always knew about it as kind of something people reference, like QAnon and Pizzagate, but I never really looked into it and like what the actual conspiracy theories were. So I was happy to watch it from that perspective, but oh my goodness what I'm realizing is that like all those people are just people who want to feel insanely smart and that's why they get so devoted to it because it's like I know more than you I can figure out these clues insanely smart and I sometimes feel like they're fearful people they call the left sheep but I'm like you guys seem scared of everything yeah and they're scared of people's knowledge exactly these are, like when you hear these people talk they're all people who I don't want to generalize, but I don't think they were ever real thinkers. No. Beyond, you know. And then they call themselves free thinkers. And they're always like, see, we we have voted for Obama in 2008. And, blah, blah, blah. Couple. and then they're oh. like, oh, but blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so, okay, you weren't a fan of Obama. All right, fine. And then you go to QAnon. I'm sorry. What? Oh, and these, these, um, what are they even called those conferences where they all get together and it makes these people feel like they're politicians in some right. But I'm like, you're nobody. This doesn't mean anything. You think you're so important, but this is nothing. I know. They're shocking. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. Oh, and I mean, Ron Watkins. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I have never been so disgusted. Yeah. And his dad, like, I don't know where the mom is, but I wonder if the mom was just like, I'm out. I don't know where. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I meant Jim. Jim Jim Watkins. So Jim Watkins and Ron Watkins run the website that QAnon kind of got their audience from. Mm -hmm. And I think they're kind of know who Q is or I I have a feeling maybe one of them is QAnon, but they run this website and they're just the most disgusting people, especially the dad, Jim. But they're just. Oh, my God. So gross. So icky. And that Jim is like a master of disguise. Like every time you see him, it's like a he new He looks so person. different. Yeah. I'm so spooked Sometimes I wish him. I could do that. Like look. No. <laughs> but, in like, but in like a bad bitch way, you know? Like when people are like, oh my gosh. Like she can change her look up so much. Like one day, like I have a short little bob. And then the next day I have like long, long hair. and But oh. like, and I do my makeup different, but like, I look so different. Like I just really change it. I look like one day I'm contouring my nose and one day I'm not wearing any makeup, just minimal. You could totally do that. And I always think that when I watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy, she switches up her look so All much. the time. All her, all the time. She is a, like, and I love it. It's so like, fun. How fun is it that you can just take on different personalities multiple times a week just based on your hair i think it takes a lot of time and planning and i'm pretty sure she has a team that helps her she definitely does yeah. um 
It's not just her. I think her own doing. I think if my career is ever just like the main focus is my image, oh, I'm doing it. I'm 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 yeah. gonna be blonde tomorrow. Do it, you know. Yeah, I saw a blonde that. wig that I kind of want to order, but I'm gonna wait. Uh, I, I'm gonna wait on that. <laughs> Anyways, okay, should we get into? Speaking of blonde wigs. Adonis. Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into the Drake talk now. Uh, there's not a lot of Drake news right now. Drake is quiet. And I can only suspect that means the album. He's working on the album. Certified Lover Boy, which was supposed to come out in January. I still think it's coming out in the summer. Like, it's, it's it must be coming out soon. Sorry, I just realized that this sounds like QAnon, but for Drake, he's <laughs> a little like, well, silence means something is brewing. It totally means, I know. That's what I also realized, though, when I was watching uh, the QAnon documentary. They interviewed the guy who started Anonymous. And, mm-hmm. you know, Anonymous, as I think most people know, like they hack and call out like bad things, but they are left leaning. So we mm-hmm. support, usually when Anonymous does something, I'm usually like, well, it sounds like, like, I don't feel bad. Like, I'm, it sounds deserved <laughs> for the most part. Not everything, but for the most part. And then, uh, and then I was kind of like, well, this is exactly what QAnon does. It's like, it aligns with their beliefs. But I'm sorry. If you think people are eating babies, yeah, that's not no, happening. True. Like, even if Anonymous, Joe Biden... Anyone, anyone who I support, any politician, AOC could come out right now and be like, oh, yes, the right is eating babies. I'd be like, okay, this is this is fucked. Totally. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's just having the wherewithal to actually know like facts, not even knowing facts, but just kind of using your best judgment to determine like, "Mm, I should look into this a bit more rather than jumping to the conclusions that are particularly suggested by QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're QAnon for Drake, I guess. Uh, <laughs> DAnon. Uh, and so there's so many in the Drake Reddit, there's so many and there's I, I go to a website. Sometimes I check the Drake Reddit. <laughs> I'm not a member. I'm just check on it before the podcast to get the scoop. But um yeah, people are suspecting his work on the album. He's a bit quiet. And there's uh, certified lover boy trucks that have been driving around like L.A. and Toronto. I'm assuming New York, too, probably. Probably all the major cities. Houston, I feel like, would probably have some. This is a problem with Vancouver. Like, people come here and people always be like, oh, yeah, we love Vancouver. But they never do the cool stuff here. No, nothing. I- Although I was pretty impressed when the OBO store opened here. Yeah. I did not expect that. No, neither did I. And I hope it stays open. It'll probably be the first one to close. If they- if he has to ever close OBO stores, it'll be the Vancouver one. <laughs> no, don't say that. That's what Vancouver... I hope <laughs> Just a little pessimism. You know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we're assuming he's working on the album because he's quiet. Getting that leg extra healed up. And he's gonna drop the album of the summer. This I think this album's gonna be out. I'm gonna say by the end of May. I'm gonna say end of June. End of June. Okay. Yeah. I that's still summer. Yeah. Okay. End of May. You. I said end of May. You say end of June. Yeah. Okay. And it's gonna be the album of the summer. I think it's gonna be out. I I do think so. I um. Get back to Drake. Back to Drake. Album. <laughs> Great. 
But we had to talk about the, the, the couple posts he did do in the past week oh. as of his son, Adonis, playing basketball. So charming. And, and so he's speaking to him in French, too. So the way they say his name in French or his mom is like Adonis. And it's so <laughs> cute. It's so sweet. It's so charming. Uh, I like doting dad, doting dad, Drake. I do too. It's really, really sweet. I I can't think of a single like bad thing. He's so involved. I think, you know, COVID really worked to his benefit this year, like getting in those years while Adonis is still young to have been instrumental to the man that Drake is today. Well, because it doesn't matter how involved as a parent you are in that, in that, uh, field of work there's no it's impossible to be around your kids on a regular totally. basis unless yeah. they tour with you but that's just not going to happen especially especially if you're not with the mom it doesn't make sense for the the kid the child to tour yeah. with you um no, it's true. and also three-year-olds don't need to be on tour either no or however old he is um but i do look forward to seeing him in those big headphones so that you see, like, cute yeah <laughs> so cute I know. Um, but that video was just really sweet. And I, I don't know. I just loved it. It's Daddy Drake. I'm here for it. Yeah, it was incredibly charming and necessary. Just for my general morale. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was the, it was like it was take it's like taking a little bit of five HTP. <laughs> <laughs> serotonin boost just like that there we go uh but yeah um that's it there's not a lot there wasn't a lot of drake news today uh again because he's been so quiet but hopefully there'll be updates next week i can't wait for the album to come out it's true i'm very much looking forward to or just the next song to come out yeah even even though it wasn't that long ago but i'm waiting for the next like radio single it's which i feel like we haven't had in a while since laugh now cry later well this is this is the weird thing sometimes drake does this he'll release a song and then the album doesn't come out till so long after but then the Mm -hmm. song almost takes on a life of its own again and people are just patient like laugh now cry later like i feel like it's gonna come alive again when the album comes out people are gonna get even more and it's just yeah yeah i also saw i think it was last week uh, was the three-year anniversary of uh, Nice for What came out? Because I remember, oh, I remember it? the yeah. night Nice for What came out. It was in April, three years ago, and I hadn't heard it yet. I, I guess I wasn't home, but you texted me and you were like, "Oh my god, Keisha! Like you have to listen. You have to listen." And you're like, "Oh my god, the sample!" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what, what?" And I remember like finding a quiet time and listening to it like putting it on my headphones I think I like went for a walk because I was like okay if it's gonna be this good I gotta listen to it on my headphones I put it on my headphones and the second I heard the sample I was like oh my god (laughs) like one of my favorite Lauryn Hill songs and oh I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it and that's still my favorite Drake song that's like my number one Drake song I think is nice for what um yeah, I'd agree, actually. That was- That's it for this week's episode, I think. I'd agree. Yeah.
I feel like we've exhausted everything we possibly can. Yeah, this is a good episode, I feel. Uh, I hope, again, our three listeners <laughs> feel, the same. feel the same way. Feedback is welcome. Even though no, you won't, because there's only three of you. And I yeah. probably know two of you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that. We'll see you, uh, or we'll, we'll speak to you next time in a couple weeks. Perfect. Okay. There we go. Bye. <laughs>